Hey everyone, uh, so before we start we wanted to acknowledge a little something. Um, so we are aware of what's happening in the world, first of all. Uh, black lives matter, they will always matter, they should have always mattered, and they, like it shouldn't even be a question. Um, if you can, please go check out uh, any place that you can sign or donate. Still, like, we know it's been a while, but it's still a fight that it's important to take in account. Uh, happy Pride Month. <laughs> this is episode is about that. And, yeah, trans lives are real. They matter. And it shouldn't even be a question, <laughs> as I said. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Daria here, and I'm back with Aya. Hey! And we're here to bring you yet another episode of the D&T Podcast! That was a little weird noise. (laughs) (laughs) Why can't I ever do, like, a normal thing at the very beginning? (laughs) It's fine! This is just for funsies! Um, So... Yeah, before we begin, we just want to say happy Pride Month, Black Lives Matter, they're not a trend, so please keep signing, keep donating, keep doing all of that, trans lives matter, black trans lives matter, and yeah. So today, we are going to be talking to you uh, in the spirit of Pride Month about our LGBTQ D&D characters. Uh, that we have. I think I have more than you, but... <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mine are pretty <laughs> bland or... Yeah, they're just straight. <laughs> or they don't have, like, any life, like, around sexuality or love. <laughs> and I'll go into that one. I wonder who that reminds me of. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh my god, fuck you. <laughs> oh my god. My alarm. I'm so sorry. Don't okay, worry. About there it. we go. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so fucking mad at you. <laughs> oh my god. Was it necessary? No, it wasn't. Did she still do it? Yeah, she did. You know I'm a shady bitch. I was gonna yeah, do it are. no matter what. Yeah, you are. But. <laughs> Okay, let's let's ignore that little comment. Um. <laughs> okay, so um, have we talked about our D and D characters here? We have, right? Uh, about both both campaigns that are going on right now. Not really. Like we brushed over them when we did our D and D races episode. Like I think we mentioned them, but ever since then, some things have happened. Um, to begin with, I I started a going global wild. pandemic. A global pandemic. Number one, number two, I started going wild with the character sheets. Number three, um, 
Yeah, we we really went over that very quickly, so I don't think we really explained them. Yeah, and then one of our DMs decided to have four campaigns happening in the same world at the same time. So I think I I, I think that's been happening for a while now. We just didn't know. I found out uh, when I was uh, we were making like characters for uh, I think the, the last yeah, the, one shot, like, the fourth campaign. Because yeah. yeah, we we needed to make uh, new characters because we were gonna play like a different campaign with uh, some of our friends that already had characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so like one of them couldn't play that day. Um, one of the main campaign, let's call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think uh, there's like a main campaign and the other ones are kind of side ones. Okay, I think we should provide context. Yeah, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, The main one is called the Brotherhood of the East. And then uh, the one that I recreated... in progress because I think it's going to change since that one has... Like, the group has changed so much. Yeah. Uh, And then we have... But for now, it's like the Brotherhood of the East. And then we have the one that I recreated on my uh on my recreating my D party in the sims video uh that one's in that one is in another world but it's still important and it's going to be irrelevant in this video that's why i'm mentioning it uh <laughs> and then there's like a mini party that was supposed to be a one-shot, but then one of the characters from that one-shot ended up in the main campaign. So now, <laughs> that turned into another campaign. And um, then we have one where our DM started a campaign with all newbies, except for the DM, uh, another friend of ours, and me. Uh, so I have a Loxodon on that one, and that one's a bit of a tinier party, I believe. It's just four or five characters. There's and a tinier then... one because it's it's one that only has two people. I yeah really don't know anything about that one. I'm like on the we're yeah, in the dark like... on that one. <laughs> but... Yeah, I have like I have no idea of anything uh... of that one. I just know it's very steampunk. Uh... Yeah. Theme. And I'm, yep. that's, and that's I'm pretty... sure at some point we'll make a, an episode with the DM for all four campaigns. Uh, I'll probably make a video on all four campaigns. <laughs> and, um, you know, possibly an, an, an animated story time, so expect that. Um, yeah, we've had some pretty fun stories, but yeah, so to make it uh, more clear, let's... Uh... Okay, so there's, like, one main campaign that has, like, a bunch of, like, we're, like, six people, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so it's that one, then is, like, the newbie one, then is the one, uh, like, steampunk, and the other one, we're gonna call it, like, well, this without context sounds very weird, but they're looking for a goblin. So they're the ones looking for a goblin. Um, why did they say <laughs> goblin so weird? Well, let's ignore that. And there's 
the other one, like those four are in a, the same world, and there's the other one that is run by a different DM and everything. Um, that it's like his own world and everything. Uh, so in total, mm -hmm. there's uh, five. Well, I think you're playing three. No, you're we playing love four. to see it. Hello. <laughs> Uh, you play four of those campaigns, I think? Yeah. Yeah, you play four of those, and I only play two. But Somehow, in total, there's five. So. I, and, and, like, for some reason, I am the person that has the most characters, and I'm the one in the least campaigns. You're in three. No, I'm in two. Oh, no, I'm three. Sorry. Dude. <laughs> I, I was forgetting about one. Uh, <laughs> and still, I'm, like, the one that has the least campaigns match with some no i think yeah well debatable i think like there's three people now that i think about it like no wait Ooh, i think i got paid okay hold on <laughs> <laughs> okay so i'm thinking no yeah i'm the one in the least campaigns or not rip no. No, yeah, I'm the one in the least amount of campaigns. And somehow, I am the one that has the most characters out of everyone on all those. Let's just say I have a problem. <laughs> like, seriously, I have, like, five characters in total? Like, I could have one character in each campaign, but I don't. I only have, like, I only play three characters. Yet, I have five. But we'll go into that in a bit. <laughs> we'll go into that in a bit. Alright, so... Um, uh, we should probably start with the first ones we created. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a great start point. You know what? You start. You have more <laughs> to talk about. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, the first D&D &D character I ever created is called Tendai. And she's a black woman. Whoop. Um, she's a teenager. She's like 15, almost 16 now. 15, um, 16, something like that, I remember. Yeah. And now, she, for most of her life, she obviously hasn't thought about anything romance related, but she actually had a little bit of a plot line where she... Uh, had a little bit of a crush on uh, one of the town's girls. And she, like, sort of realized, oh my god, boys are gross, girls are great. Uh, <laughs> and, I mean, she's not yeah. wrong, though. It, did she lie? Where's did the lie? lie? Uh, <laughs> so, I don't see no way. In my mind, she's a lesbian. Um, she might, like, try it out with a guy just to see, you know, what happens. But I'm pretty sure, like, she's a full-on lesbian. Yeah, um, I think she's kind of uh, on this situation in which she's still discovering what's going on there. But, like, girls seem to be prettier to the eye. <laughs> yeah. And less dumb. You know, so there's that. Um, <laughs> and yeah, she she's just 
that way. Uh, just in case anyone wants to know, it didn't work out with a with a town's girl. It uh, worked out, but like you decided not to go on with it. I mean, I think it's reasonable, but at the same time, all of us were like, we were rooting for you. Yeah, the thing is that like they had a pretty strong connection, but Tendai realized that this girl, you know, all she wanted was to protect her family and be there for them and support them. And Tendai is like a very free soul. She doesn't really settle for a single place. I mean, she she has a home and she goes back to it whenever she can, but it's not like she's completely attached to that place and that ties her down and she settles and she's constantly there. Uh, she likes to travel, she likes to experience new things, and also um, this girl is just starting out to fend for herself and actually defend herself and it's not fair to ask someone to join your your life and stay in it constantly away from their family, you know, take them away from who they love and, you know, in case they die, it's basically your responsibility, you know, and she's 15, she can't deal with all of that shit, so... Yeah, as I she's said, like, like, I think it's completely understandable, but at the moment, like, everyone at the table was like, bruh. Yeah. Even the DM looked at me like, I hate you. <laughs> and I was like, well, you can hate me, but it's what my character would do. Yeah, but as I said, like, I, looking at it now, like, I com completely understand it, but right, like, at that time was like, everyone was like, Oh my god, why? Because, like, that had been, like, s like a big part of what was happening at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so should I, I... I should mention my character. So, I had uh, this one character. I am not sure how to pronounce it uh, like this. Uh, so, she was Praxis. And if you cannot pronounce that, I completely understand. <laughs> uh... So we called her Pringles. So I was so annoyed at that. Um <laughs> so uh she is well she is she's still alive. Uh she is a ranger, uh half elf. And uh yeah, I don't really know what to say about her. She she uh she's like 15, I think. She was on the younger side of uh, the party. Um, yeah. She She's 15, and uh, the thing with her is that she lived her whole life very guarded, like, in quotation marks, because um, she used to live in the forest. And, uh, like, she's like a whole secret that I don't, like, that's like a whole thing about her backstory, but... She has had, like, a very boring life, in quotation marks, as I said, because she has never gone out, like, she has never experienced any of the world, because she always lived in the forest, and that was her whole world, uh, so she just happened to meet the party at some point, um, yeah, she doesn't really have, like, any romance-related things, because, uh, at 15, like, she left her house, but she didn't really leave her house, like, she just went to live in the forest, like a wild girl. <laughs> uh, 
so yeah, she doesn't really have any interactions with any other human than her parents. So of course she doesn't know really much about uh, that type of attraction. That's the thing with her. So um, yeah, maybe if she experienced more, uh, she could kind of realize her sexuality. I it's not something I really worked out uh, because I was like, you know, she doesn't really need that considering her backstory. Mm -hmm. uh, and I never really saw like any character that I, uh, she could possibly like have a thing for. So, yeah, for for the time being, she's confused. Let's say because <laughs> she doesn't know. She's in the what... questioning department. She's in the questioning department just because she hasn't experienced anything. So, for her, it's kind of an enigma. The whole thing about uh, romantic things and stuff like that. Special, like, and, and and I think something like popped in her mind about it because she saw what uh, was happening with Tendai. But s as far as that goes, like, she she never really experienced anything. And funny thing about her is that she's no longer with the party, so I, it's not something that I can develop further. Because let's just say a goddess decided to call her, and she was like, "Yeah, sure." Yeah. If you have watched Critical Role, you know exactly what this feels like. <laughs> and it, it didn't happen because of that specifically. <laughs> Oop. Oop. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of the thing with her. Um, so, yeah, she's just in the questioning department, but, like, the questioning of life, like, everyone has at some point. <laughs> She's having an existential crisis. Please come back later. Uh, <laughs> Constantly. What? <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, so, and the next then... characters we made were the twins, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was the twins. Um, if you go and watch the Recreating My D&D Party in the Sims video, um, you would know that we have... Tiffling twins. Uh, Aya plays one of them, I play the other one, and I play Natsa. And Natsa... I mean, I haven't really given much thought to her sexuality, because right now she's dealing with a lot of shit. Uh, yes, so... she is. <laughs> so I haven't been, like, thinking, oh, what does she like to fuck, you know? Um, it's more like... I don't know, I've always thought of her as pansexual, like, she doesn't give a shit. She's just like, you're attractive. That's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't need any more context. That's it. Uh, and it has gotten her in trouble a couple times, but I don't know. She's just having fun. And uh, that's that's pretty much it, really. Yeah, I I don't think we can go too much into detail about them because they're maybe our party will find out some stuff. So yeah, yeah. This is kind of the things that we're saying are pretty much the things that everyone knows about our characters. Um. So yeah. Uh. So on my side, I have the other twin. Uh. She's my niece. She is a bard. Um, yeah, 
and uh, she like you're you'll start to see a trend. Uh, she used to live like very close, like all of that. Uh, so yeah, she she hasn't really. Well, the thing is, spoilers. So I cannot say much. Uh, so as far as her sexuality goes, uh, I don't know. I think she's just there. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Like, um, okay. So here's one thing about me. I am not a big fan of labels. Uh, for me, like, if you like using them, go ahead. Like, I think they're pretty cool if you like them, but, uh. And myself, I, I, I don't enjoy them. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah. like if I, I don't know if I could put like a label on what she feels. She's just there. Experiencing. Feeling. Not knowing really what the fuck. <laughs> and not really questioning. Like, she's just like there. And doesn't really fight or feel the need to understand. What's going How on How she feels. There? Yeah. She's just... Whatever. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sorry if I don't really use a label for my characters. It's just... I don't like them on myself. Most likely, So why would you like them on your D&D character? <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Like, I'm not gonna use them, but, like, if you feel like you can relate to what I'm saying to a certain label, go ahead and say it, like... I don't mind. Um, yeah. So she's just like there, not really questioning what's up. She's just living her life. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, that's kind of when I went a little crazy. <laughs> okay, so after that, I think the next character to be created was maybe mine. I think so. Yeah, okay, so. Uh, next up, we have uh, Iruna. And she's uh, kind of a weird thing that I cannot say because it's part of her backstory. Uh, but let's just say she's an elf. She's a wizard, and she's, um, she's like, pretty centered on her studies, you know? She's, like, on a from a good family and things like that, you know? Preppy girl and things. Mm -hmm. But she's also kind of a bounty hunter because her school is way too expensive. Uh, yeah. So she just kind of goes and do, does little jobs and thingies like that because she needs to pay for her school and her books and all of her stuff and her housing. Uh, so there's that. Uh... Also, like, in my lore for my characters, uh, families usually, like, are pretty strict, like, on, okay, you have to make your money, and you have to fend for yourself constantly. But uh, as far as I know, that's pretty common between elves, like, on the lore of D&D. &D. Um, yeah. So, yeah, she's she doesn't really get much help from her family. She's just, like... Okay, I have to do this. Uh, so she's really focused on her studies. Uh, as far as sexuality goes, I don't think she's like... 
thinking about that. As I said, she's just living her life and thinking about her studies. Uh, I'm pretty sure she would be an ally in the sense, like, it's your life. Like, you can be with whoever you want. I don't care. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, just in that sense, like, she wouldn't be judgmental or anything. She would be like, okay, that's your life. Don't tell me about it. Because I don't care. It's your life. Yeah. She's more on that side of, like, don't tell me, but not because I don't like hearing about it. It's just, like, I don't care. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's your life. Why would I give a crap? She's pretty yeah. indifferent. So, <laughs> there's that. Uh, then yeah. I think, yeah, she's, her, her whole vibe is being indifferent. So, so there's that. Yeah, funny story about her. So the party, like the main party, because she's my, she was my backup character for uh, the Praxidus, uh, Praxidus, sorry, I said it weird, Um, from before, like, she was called by the goddess and she was like, yeah, sure, let's go. So I had that backup character, but I really didn't want to have her in the main party because she was a little too powerful. Yeah, she's OP as fuck. So. Yeah, I, I rolled really well when I was making her. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to make it harder on my DM to create encounters. So she was kind of the backup. Uh, temporary. Uh, so, yeah. So funny thing, the party got in trouble. Not going to specify in case uh, Dario wants to do something about that. Uh, the party got in trouble. And they... They did some stuff. And she, as the preppy little girl that she is, and being kind of a bitch, because she is, uh, was like, yeah, nope, and started to act like she was against the party. Like, she started helping, in quotation marks, the guards, but, like, there was uh, some wood things I don't remember much uh, in the way, like, we were in, a, in an alley, yeah. So the there were guards. <laughs> that is just not telling you much, but at the same time, so confusing. So there were some guards, and they were following the party. And what she did was like there was someone running towards that direction, and there was something very flammable, uh, right mm -hmm. in front of the like between just between the guards and the other person, and she just like used that thing like blew the whole thing up and she just started saying like oh oh my god i am so sorry i was aiming for that guy like i actually said it like that on the table and my dm was like rule for deception and it was like a 20 something and he was like damn they're convinced and i'm like yes <laughs> so after that she was just like yeah peace i am not staying with you guys uh we so, solved yeah. it just in case we didn't get executed. So yeah, that's that a was, plus. Yeah, it was solved in such a weird way. But we did it. What we did it. Uh, so I think after that, it was one of your characters, or maybe not. Well, anyway, just to talk about your character because I've been talking for a while. It's okay. Um. Uh, Another one of my characters. Um, maybe oh. the 
Well, there's the okay. Christmas one and the one used for the newbie campaign. Yeah. Uh, like the recent So the ones. newbie campaign. Uh, I have a lock set on. Her name is Sarij. She's a paladin. And I love her with all my heart. She's a sweetheart. Um, she speaks in third person. What? <laughs> I didn't I, know about that. Don't ask me why, but she she talks in third person, and it's what? hilarious. That sounds so cute. <laughs> she's like, I don't know. She's just wholesome, wholesome vibes from her. Um, she's obviously got the oath of protection, so. Um, She's just this wholesome as bean, and I adore her. She's also very clumsy, and I don't know. I just, I, I, I love her so much. Um, and, you know, I I haven't really given a lot of thought into her sexuality with most of my characters. I don't really think much about their sexuality, because it's not something I really delve into. It's just something that, you know, at some point comes to me, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense, and then I just roll with it, you know? Um, so, in my head, Syringe, because we haven't been able to, like, confirm it in any way on the party, um, she is a demisexual panromantic, um, which means that unless there's a very strong emotional connection, she can't have feelings for anyone else, but when she does, it doesn't really matter what gender they are. Um, she just feels this very strong emotional connection and therefore, uh, then feels a, a physical connection. I mean, she's a fucking elephant, you know? Like, uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> um, I mean... And I have two characters that are trans, but are sort of like my backups for anything else. I created one for a Christmas one-shot that we did, uh way back when in christmas um when their we name meet each other <laughs> we could see each other in person their name is rakamira and they're non-binary they're a changeling uh, and they're a rogue i think yeah i don't know what's your character i did i wasn't there <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, they're a changeling, they're a rogue, and they're super fun to play. Uh, I really miss them. They're like basically Double Trouble from Shira, but <laughs> they're based on Double Trouble. They're not actually Double Trouble, um, and they're they're just really fun to play. And I have a Genasi girl. I still still can't figure out a name for her. I already figured out her entire story. Her entire, like, stats and everything, but she just doesn't have a name for the life of me because I can't find one that just fits, you know? Um, and she's trans. She's a transgender woman. And she's also super fun. She has a mohawk made of crystals. And, that uh, sounds so cool! She's badass. I think I, I um, posted some sketches of her on my um instagram stories a while ago thing yeah so i want to marry her but it's not possible to marry your own D &D character (laughs) yeah she's an air 
Genasi, so instead of hair, they grow crystals as their hair. So I decided, let's give her a fucking mohawk. Why not? That sounds so cool. It is. She's great. I love her. I, I want to play her one day. But uh, I can't do that unless I give her a name, right? <laughs> That's kind of important. Well, yeah. Okay. And I think that's pretty much all of my characters. Not really, but we'll talk about the last ones in a well, bit. Well, the last two... Let's talk- okay, let's- okay, give me a sec. <laughs> that's- okay, so my other character- so this is the one that wasn't the- or like the secondary party that we talked about that was- that didn't really have a name, but they were looking for a goblin. Yeah, I'm that goblin. <laughs> so, I, as I said, I had my characters, and, uh, like, I stopped playing one of them, and the other one had to go. So, I was like, damn, I'm pretty bummed. I don't have a character. I should probably start working on that. Um, so, one day I needed to record some stuff for, for class, um, and I was doing a project on geek and nerdy culture and all that. So I was like, hey, could we play D&D? And everyone's like, um, I can't. And I was just pretty bummed. But mm, the guys that decided to help me out were like, hey, we could play like a one shot. And uh, we made characters literally rolling dice. Like, uh, Lol. uh, yeah, we didn't pick anything from them. Literally, like, we were uh, just like, okay, so let's start throwing dice for everything. And then we were like, okay, race. And it was like a d20, and we looked for a list. And we were like, okay, so, like, this number, uh, I think, yeah, it was like a list of more than 20. Uh, but we were like, okay, let's keep it at 20. So we rolled a 20. And uh, whatever number you got, that was the race that you had to play with. And I was like, okay, roll. Uh, and I got a uh, goblin. I was like, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> and then I rolled for class and I got a uh, sorcerer. And I was like, okay, goblin sorcerer. That's interesting. <laughs> and... Uh, I think... No, you picked that one and you're, like, level 3, maybe? Like, the type of magic that you have. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Um, so, we played that and, you know, the normal you roll stats and we had to roll for... Backstory, uh, and things like that. Uh, everything, basically. Uh, mm -hmm. so That's how you I know it's a chaotic party. It was pretty chaotic, and um, we'll go in, into a little bit of that in a bit. So, what we, so what I ended up with that, I was like so excited and I was so happy and I liked her so much that I was like, can I keep her and put her in the main party? And my DM was like, yeah, sure. Because uh, she's not like overpowered or anything. She's pretty average. But we love her. She's so cute. Uh, 
So I we, we ended up with that one uh, saying in the main party. So that's <laughs> kind of what happened on the other one. Uh, as far yeah. as backup characters go, uh, I have a bunch. Like a shit ton. You have no idea. You have so many. I have a problem. Um, so <laughs> I was deciding a magical girl. Oh yeah, by the way, about this uh, character... So, she's a goblin, and goblins become adults, like, at 12. But I don't feel comfortable giving a certain love story to a character that's 12. Also, um, she's kind of, like, she's, she was exiled? Exiled? Exiled. I have no idea how to pronounce this word, I'm so sorry. She was exiled from her community for being able to do magic, so she has, like, no real connections with any goblins and she's also pretty she's like she acts like a child she's full on child so i don't feel she baby she baby she's she's pretty baby and she she just comments a lot of things during combat and things like that she's amazing she she has one-liners and things like that like for everything she has to say something which is a big yeah. change from my characters, because uh, all the ones I've mentioned before, they're pretty quiet for different reasons. So when I made this one, uh, I was like, okay, I want to do something three 360 as far as personality goes. Like, she's going to say things, she's not really going to give a shit. Like, she cares for people, she's, she's like that, uh, but like she doesn't really have a home or anything, so... She's just yeah. like, she literally got, she's a wild magic uh, sorcerer, so <laughs> what we did was, when she was with the other party, she suddenly disappeared. And reappeared with the main party. Like, she, her magic went wild, and she was like, okay, I'm not here anymore, and she just appeared out of nowhere in front of these guys. Like, she literally fell on top of them. Yeah. So, uh... It's a whole story. <laughs> it's a whole story, but, uh... Yeah, so... She's she's pretty much a child, so I don't... Feel comfortable with giving her a love story. Also, she's like 90 centimeters. I don't know how many people would... Like, I don't know if there's anyone that are, matches her height that would be willing to be with a goblin so also there's you that you never know I don't you never like, know it would be such a weird thing unless it was a halfling <laughs> like I don't know about that so or another goblin you never know I don't I'm think that's ya. gonna happen uh yeah but she's pretty much a child and she's a little quirky she's a little you know, all over the yeah. place. So she she's she's that. So I don't I don't think that she's gonna have like much of a love story. And my backup character, she is an actual child. She's a human warlock, around six years old. So nope. So, nope. And that's all I can say about her, because I haven't played her, and she's my backup character. And I've been working on a bunch of backup characters. I actually started making a magical girl 
Lol. I started making a magical girl. I am thinking about making, like, uh... Maybe warlock? Blind? And, uh... I don't know. Maybe deaf character? Nice. She's gonna be a mess to uh, play, but I'm 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 figuring out how to play her. Uh, yeah. So that and there's a bunch. Like I have no idea how many. Yeah, cause some of our DMs are like, you see this massive cave, and it's like I can't see anything. <laughs> Most of our characters have dark vision. Yeah. Yeah, I think all of them have dark. Well, not all of them. Most of them. So, uh, while we're on here, um, so let's start with the last one. The, the last pair of, of characters. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, <laughs> so. So okay. you remember you mentioned that there was kind of a chaotic party that I left? Yeah. <laughs> Well, we made another one-shot, quote-unquote. That's not going to be a one-shot. We're going to keep it's playing gonna that. We're yeah. going to keep playing that. I don't mind. Let's make that clear. Yeah, I don't mind either. It's super fun. Um, so, yeah, we made another one-shot with that chaotic party uh, where all the characters were made with, like, random shit. Um, <laughs> Ours weren't. <laughs> Well, ours weren't. I I created mine as I wanted. His name is Kevin. Just Kevin. It was such a funny thing because we play on D and D Beyond. Um, so our, we we started seeing like the campaign because uh like we add them all to a campaign and we started seeing like the names and they were like fantasy names and r weirdly written and things like that and all of a sudden Kevin. Just Kevin. <laughs> Just Kevin. And the worst part is, it's part of his backstory. Like, there's a reason he is called Just Kevin. I'm not going to tell it to you, but there's a reason he is I'm gonna Just Kevin. I'm going to end up Kevin. finding out. I'm going to end up finding out, and I know it for a fact. I don't know if the rest of the party, but I know it that I'm going to find out for a fact. So, yeah. Um... I created him. It's the first time I've ever played someone of the opposite, like, gender. So it was also really fun uh, to play that. He's an artificer. He's a human uh, with a mark of making, therefore artificer. And artificer. I'm sorry. Um, so he's, like, so fun to play. He's... Just this chaotic, just incredibly chaotic neutral bitch that just loves and worries a little too much about his creations. Uh, he was part of um, the Licit League, I believe it's called. That is literally the academy for people who love to do crazy, dangerous experiment um and he has a, a a little wolfy little robotic steampunky wolf that follows him around and is absolutely wonderful uh so 
Yeah, that's Kevin. And as far as his sexuality goes, he's straight, but he's like one of those enthusiastic, overly enthusiastic allies that just loves, loves to be like, woohoo, yes, gay shit, you know? Um, and that also doesn't have a fragile mascul masculinity, so if he's, you know, like, flirting with his friends or whatever and they're guys he doesn't mind he's just like yeah this is fun uh, but yeah he's he's just great i love kevin kevin is great we stand kevin um so my character for that campaign um i had to do another one so you can see i have a problem <laughs> <laughs> so my character her name is amy but wrote very weird because i I'm like a white ass mother that just wants to give their kids ambiguous names. <laughs> uh, yeah, I couldn't go for a normal name, like anything. No, I had to go for a normal name, but write it very weird because it's like A I M E E. So people started saying, I've like. I've seen it written like that, so I didn't think much of it. I. Like, people were asking me, like, is it Aime or Amy? And I was like, no, it's Amy. <laughs> I just it's didn't just want Amy. to. I didn't write want to write it when I give me a break. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. So she's a fighter. She a human, and she's uh her subclass is specifically the one that they just released on D and D Beyond. That's kind of a collab with uh, League of Legends. Yeah. I think it's called the Renegade? Something like that. She's a pistolier. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, I can't say much of her backstory. But she's um, just gone around the world meeting people. And meeting people has gone into feeling things for people. Mm -hmm. So... I've been thinking about it, and probably my DM is gonna hate me. Kind of like Ramona Flowers. Yeah. That has dated, like, a bunch of people, but n never goes anywhere. She just kind of leaves them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's kind of a badass, but, like, softy, but, like, you know. You know. Uh... <laughs> I can yeah. yeah, I cannot really go into her backstory, but she's she's just been meeting people and things like that. Um and she does She's low key queer. She's like queer, she's not really questioning anything. Like if she finds someone and she finds them attractive, like she's gonna try and pull some moves to say. So that's kind of the thing with her. Uh yeah, but she's, like, very serious, so you kind of have to, warm up to her. warm up to her. Uh, and fun fact, uh, <laughs> these two okay, are so... kind of, sort of, love right. interests. Yeah, I mean, they're... Okay, so what we agreed on... Okay, so at first I wanted them to be exes, but then... We were like, but what if we explore their dynamic a little bit more? And I was like, yeah, let's do that. And then we came to, like, a, a middle ground where it was like, 
okay, they they met through these people because they are both like hired from separate uh, mediums, and they they meet up at this boat uh, that they're gonna you know sail on to find the goblin. Uh, <laughs> Not really. I think no, they were already part of the crew of the boat. Yeah, they were already part of the crew, but the point is they met at that boat, uh, and that's yeah, where the it was chaotic like a party comes ship in. Ship that was transporting things. It was more of a transporting boat. Like it wasn't yeah. pirates. It wasn't something that we were. No, it's literally, a cargo boat. It, it's literally a cargo ship. But uh, he was hired, I think, as an engineer for the ship. Yeah, and yeah. Amy was hired as uh, kind of to protect it. Yeah. So. So, uh, they met, and Kevin was instantly like, I like her. Can I, can I, can I, can I keep her? <laughs> and, Amy and then Amy was, was like... Well, Amy was just like, um, you're kind of funny. Yeah. I don't mind you. <laughs> yeah, but it was, like, he was like, yeah, let's for a baby. And she was like, no. Just no. No. Just stop. It's, it's not gonna happen, bruh. Uh, unless <laughs> we're thinking about it, we're considering it. Uh, we're dealing with it. <laughs> we're, we're dealing with it. We're, next time we play, it's gonna keep developing and things like that. Uh, but yeah, the yeah. the two of them are just uh, he he's he's on more on the side that something's going on, and she's more on the side of oh he's he could be a friend. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, they have d completely different perspectives on their relationship. So indeed, they're... they do. Indeed, they do. Uh, but I think that's as far as I've worked. Oh yeah, and no, no. That now that I think about it, that's pretty much all of our characters. So we have some queer here and there. Yeah, we we don't really. Um, well, I don't think we really think about it i i think it reflects a lot on how we are how we yeah. create our characters because um like we could have easily stayed like oh yeah they're all straight but i think we went like oh maybe they're questioning or like they don't really know or they're interested or they have done it and things like that you know yeah they're just I, and I think it reflects a lot on how we are in the sense of um so basically like we don't really care about that much when it comes to love let's say yeah so yeah we don't see a lot of sexuality and things like that so yeah our characters reflect that a lot I think yours more than mine because I have no life at all so there's no find someone. Let me be a single till I'm fifty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh this bit. Oh my god. Um. So yeah, I think that's pretty much it. We don't yeah. have a, a lot of queer characters. Well, no, we have a bunch of queer characters. We just don't really. Do a lot we don't of... label them a lot, and we don't, like, push anything 
to our DMs, like, you gotta clarify their sexuality. It's more than, like, they just exist. And if there's any chance that they might show interest in anybody, then that's cool. But if not, it's not, like, the most relevant thing in the world. Because, you know, they're fighting monsters, going into adventures, uh, fighting pirates, and... and all of, a bunch of stuff like their their love life is not a priority for any one of them so i like if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't like that's pretty much i think how we play our characters yeah cuz like as far as the role play goes i think we're pretty open to anything yeah so yeah that was it for this episode you think yeah, and right before we end, I have a little bit of an announcement. Um, <laughs> that was a drum roll. Very crappy one, but I tried. <laughs> it was amazing. Alright? <laughs> so, it served its purpose. We are so proud to tell you that we are affiliated with DiesNV.com. Uh, com is a website where they sell dice. Um, they specialize on D&D dice, but I believe they also make for Magic the Gathering and basically any other uh, game that you can think of from Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> I so... think in general you can use them for pretty much any game that's uh, role-playing, uh, dice-throwing, all yeah. the shebang. Yeah. And uh, we were lucky enough to get an affiliate code with them. So if you ever buy anything from them, um, you can use the link www.dicemv.com slash dorksnt or you can use our code at checkout for a little bit of a discount. Uh, it's also dorks and tea so if yeah if you that, can't that remember helps. that we will try and remember to put it on the description if you're watching this yeah, on youtube gonna... by the way by the way by the way uh so we're so happy to tell you guys that our podcast is finally on a bunch of platforms if uh let me check which ones there we have it oh my god i had it written down um, so our podcast is now on Anchor. I think that's how you say it. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, Breaker, Google Podcasts, uh, Radio Public, and Spotify. So yeah. if you want to listen to us in any of those places, feel free to do so. Not you already know, we're going to keep uploading them here on YouTube. So, well, if you're in YouTube, if you're on Spotify and things like that. I think I'm going to start to get used to not saying YouTube specifically because, um, yeah, all of the different platforms and things like that. But, uh, yeah, if you're on YouTube, uh, it's going to be everything on the description down below. If not, uh, I think we're going to probably put it on our social media. Sorry that yes. our Instagram is the least active thing in the world. I think that's where <laughs> we have, like, no followers at all. Reasonable. <laughs> uh yeah so. it's yeah it is but uh i don't 
think we really have anything to put there yeah. at the moment. We'll so. try to be more active on Twitter, and we're so sorry for the lack of episodes. We have already said it like a million times. Uh, life has been getting on the way of recording, so... Um. Yeah, and also, you know, mental health, quarantine... Um, it's been a whole All deal. of this stuff that has been happening in the world and in social media and a bunch of stuff. I started working, so my schedules are very weird. Um, we're, but yeah, we're, we're, we're trying our best. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna try and upload more. Uh, we're not promising, like, every week. Uh, but uh, we'll try to be more consistent. We're sorry. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much the announcement. So go check out Dice Envy. Uh, check us out on everywhere that we said. Um, Yay. Yeah, so thank you guys for listening. That was It was really fun, actually. Uh, we wanted to put more stuff for Pride Month, uh, since it's really important for us, but don't think that we're not going to mention things about Pride and for future episodes. It was it was just now that we thought about it to make it a little bit more special, but Pride is still part of our channel and uh yeah. Well, yeah, and it's going to be everywhere every day of the year. So, yeah, for us it's always Pride... present in our lives and it's always present in our world. So, yeah. It's not like it's just one month and then it's over. Yeah. It's like so so keep an eye out for things that we do for Pride, like first and something important and if we ever get the chance to talk about other topics like uh so mental health and uh Black Lives Matter, uh trans things, trans topics, uh everything. We of course we're gonna try and be educated about it and if we are lucky get someone that knows more about the things but because we don't like talking about uh, like important things just out of our asses like we normally do yeah so yeah um thank you guys for listening um yeah Anyways, guys, I think that's going to be it for this episode of the DNT podcast. Thank you so much for supporting us, and thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you all later. Bye! Bye!